Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end time word. Greetings, friends, and welcome again to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Brother Mark Gaho, happy to be with you here today. And as promised in our last episode, this is part two of uh, a look at Uganda from another perspective, and that is the minister's meetings that uh, Brother Stephen Abali was able to describe for us in the last podcast. And sometimes it helps to have... Uh, another perspective, another take, and Brother Andreas Ringen is a minister from Germany who has been traveling to Uganda for a number of years also, so we're able to compare notes and uh, see if he sees what we are seeing, and this interview with Brother Andreas I think is going to be uh, very inspiring for us today. And welcome to the podcast to our dear friend and missions director of Bible Believers, Brother Tim Dodd. God bless you, Brother Tim. Thank you, Brother Mark, and uh, I appreciate that very much. Uh, One of the things I think that we mentioned last week was that we had some testimonies from some brothers there, and we want to share that with the people. Maybe before we go to Brother Andreas, Why don't we just listen to a few testimonies of the ministers that were gathered in the meetings there in Uganda. I won't introduce them individually, but you're going to hear from uh, Brother Patrick Emojong, uh, Brother uh, Wehi Rogers, uh, Brother Muda Baganya, and Brother Bagalana. So we'll just play those one after the other. And I know there'll be a blessing to you. I'm Pastor Emojong Patrick. I pastor a church in Amutumba District. I want to thank God for this message. I want to thank God for our prophet who has been able to uh, make uh, arrangement to have the recorded messages. We thank God for Brother William Branham for the revelation that God gave him. Because this message has changed us, it made us empty vessels. Uh, it found us bound in denominational halls. We used to think even women have a right to preach in churches. But according to the messages we've studied, we found out that uh, a man is the one who is supposed to minister in church. We've been transformed as people. As church, we've been transformed.
transformed and the church is now orderly. We thank God for the pastor Ivale and the team he works with because they've been good in our lives. They've taught the message I thank God personally because this message has changed my family. It has even changed my external look. It has changed my way of preaching. And I'm a person who just uh, emphasizes the word of truth. I thank God for it all. We thank God for the books and Bibles. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. My name's uh, Rogers. I thank God for this message which uh, pulled us out of organization to understand that Babylon was fallen and you were supposed to get out of it. We thank God for this message. It has changed our lives. It has changed our wives. It has changed even the way of the ministry. And we thank God that we've been able to establish the difference between organization and Message. And also, this message has given us a boldness that we are not ashamed of its truth. And we are supposed to witness and testify our twelve brethren and all the others that remained out in organization. And we using the boldness which the message has given to us to tell the other organizations that Babylon is fallen and people should come out of it. We want to thank God for the books. It has helped us to shape our ministry. And it has really helped us to really be able to identify what exactly the message is. And we thank you for the Bibles. And even many other things to see that we can be of help to other churches. We thank you so much and God bless you. And we keep you in our prayers. That the Lord may continue to watch over you in these perilous times. God bless you. I'm Waihe Rogers. I am Pastor Mutawaganya from Nawanzu and uh, in Nachigo in the Kabila sub-parish. I want to thank God 
because of this message which came through our, our messenger William Branham, brother William Branham because when I had it there's a pastor who gave me a book when I read it I did not give it good heed I didn't understand it either but it was the beginning of finding truth and when I was there there was a dream which I dreamt when they were electing pastors that were going to preach a message and that message was new and they started with me when I woke out of the dream I didn't understand the meaning but the same day in the morning I found a fellow pastor who told me there is a pastor visiting us called Fred Chiyinji and that coming pastor but he has a message he's bringing but without revelation you can't understand it I felt happy to go in that meeting when I got there the pastor preached words I'd never heard it began with baptism that when a person is baptized when he was held by two people without revelation today I'm going to baptize you and the person who says God the Father and the Son and God the Holy Ghost that's not there in the Bible he said I have a message and if there's anybody who says no I've put a, a bit but if he, he, he gives me the contrary he will take the bit there was nobody who disagreed with it when we were baptized we were 38 pastors I was the first in the pool when we were baptized out of the pool my life it started desiring for the books which I had read before and couldn't understand the first one is the seventh church which is about the seventh church and every church it had its weakness it really helped me to love this message when we started the classes every week we could get a day to interpret the scripture for us and they told us the weakness of this age especially the lies of the devil and he doesn't like it the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation we understood ahead again we shared it this message they accepted it the next thing we have converted so many people through this message many people 
they've joined us because of this message. We've not stopped there. Our ministers, they've uh, given us radios with messages which continue to teach us. And they've been on radio. They are teaching us over radio. Not only that, they've had meetings in different churches to teach us that this message is the one which pertains to this age, which is the last age. Not only that, we have seen the goodness of the interpretation of the Bible through the ministry of William Branham because it shows us the revelation of Christ to the people when we are bright. And at this time, we walk here on earth as the bride of Christ. Our faith changed. We came out of organization. And today, we are continuing to love God. Me, I didn't have uh, uh, transport. I got a bicycle. The next, I got a, a motorbike. Next, they stole my phone. And the other day, I got another phone. A responsible one. Not only that, my church, at this moment, on Sunday, it will be finished. So this message, I thank God, who revealed to Brother Branham and preached the gospel, uh, which is going to work for this age. That's my testimony, which I pray God to continue revealing that out of life, I will have left uh, a track of the gospel about the end time. Amen. So, uh, I'm asking him how he got the motorcycle. They are brethren in the church who bought the motorcycle from for me. Yes. My people in the church. Mm. God bless you. That's Brother Mutabaganya. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'm Pastor Wagalana David from Idudi Inaveo Church. I want to thank God because of this message we have received. The entire message. It has changed our lives. We are not the same. We are the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've received the baptism of the Holy Spirit through the baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are secrets that the Holy Spirit has revealed through this message. I want to thank God because the church is not the same and I'm not the same in my life. I see myself as the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. I used to look at myself as a religious man I thank God for this message because of your provision. You've given us 
land for the church. You've given us the building. And we say, may the Lord bless you. Because of the work you've done in our place. It's not the same. We are thankful. God bless you. And continue please in support where you are Like me, the pastor. I've got challenges like rentals. I need your prayers. Pray for me that the Lord may provide a place for my family. Because we come through different challenges. But the Lord bless you. Amen. Amen. Well, we're glad to have Brother Andreas Ringen with us today. Brother Andreas was just in Uganda, and he is the pastor of the church in Wester Timke in northern Germany. God bless you, Brother Andreas, and welcome to the podcast. God bless you, Brother Tim. It's uh, surely a great privilege to be with you in your podcast and uh, been able to share a few thoughts about that great work going on in Uganda. It's certainly a great, great joy for me doing that, especially knowing you and also your commitment and your zeal in Uganda together with your staff and all the people around you. Brother Andreas, it's good to uh, have you here. And uh, I know you've been to Uganda many times and know Brother Stephen Abali well, who's a good friend of yours and a good friend of ours. Uh, how many times have you been in Uganda and for how many years have you been going there? So it was uh, in 2010 uh, when I came in contact with Brother Stephen Ibala for the first time and I got in contact with him actually here in Europe. Um, so we met here and then it was one year later in 2011 I visited him uh, in the church in Uganda and already at that time, I could see the passion he had for the message to get to the people. This was a great, great uh, impression to me, uh, already seeing that at that time. And since that time, I've been uh, in his place or in Uganda uh, approximately twice a year. And uh, so I really, really am a witness in seeing that great work in progress with my own eyes. Lately, we've seen a tremendous awakening in Uganda. And, and I say lately, we're actually going back all the way to 2017, to the beginnings of it. But uh, it still continues strong. And from the souls that initially are coming in, now there are hundreds of churches, hundreds of ministers. And uh, the things that we're seeing as the new believers are maturing, are just tremendous and glorious to behold, and we just give God all the glory for what he's doing. I wonder how you would view it and how you would uh, describe it in your own terms, what you are seeing in your travels into Uganda. Uh, for me, and looking down from uh, 2011 to 2022, there was a tremendous increase uh, of the dynamic or dynamic change regarding this missionary work. It was already in the beginning, uh, there was always people coming in, uh, especially from denominations. So, so that was there from the beginning. 
but it was mainly since, like you said, 2017 or 2018, there was an astonishing increase of believers every year and it's still going on. So it is really looking from back there. It's it, it's total a different dynamic today as it was in the beginning. So and uh, maybe really to make that a little bit more plain, I would like to share a personal testimony being there in from 2011, uh, where there was always baptisms taking place, one here and one there, and maybe sometimes two and uh, or three or five in one service, or even in outreach, a few people. <clears throat> but actually it was uh, in 2019, uh, we had a combined meetings uh, in Jinja and Brother Ibadis Church, when I recognized, uh, and uh, to me, an unbelievable amount of, of cars, ta taxis and buses, uh, bringing whole villages to the meetings. Uh, so uh, finally, we had a Saturday uh, evening service, and uh, but that special service was we could only have a Sunday morning service uh, because uh, there would there was announced to have a baptismal service in the afternoon. So there were so many people coming there, waiting there for baptism. And Brother Ibala, he would ask me if I would uh, take the baptismal service. Uh, and so what, uh, what I, what I did and, uh, so, but it was, uh, after a while, uh, we stopped counting how many people it were for baptism. Finally, they say in that afternoon, after a few hours, there were more than 300 people being baptized that afternoon, which was, uh, quite, quite total different to what I experienced actually in the years before. And maybe just also to make that a little bit more uh, also uh, special, let me share a little testimony or a little amazing event happening during that baptism. There was an elderly lady. Uh, she also was in line for being baptized. Uh, and she it took quite a while. You can imagine it. Uh, so many people waiting. It took a, a while for her, and she became finally quite weak. So she couldn't stand and she couldn't walk. So people had really to carry that elderly lady into carry uh, literally into the baptismal tank where I was standing, and so she couldn't stand there. So I actually uh, actually had to take her into my arms for baptism. And uh, while I did that, and you can imagine after so many people being baptized, the water was dirty, it was not water, it was just like uh, a brown something. So, and I took her and I baptized, I took her in my arms and I baptized that elderly lady and she gets so happy, she was so, so, uh, had such a great joy that she could receive water baptism in the right way that she would not even let me go. I hardly could, uh, uh, people could get uh, get a hold of her or let her go. She didn't want to let me go because she was so much of an appreciation of receiving, of receiving the right kind of water baptism. And it looks like this, di that this dynamic is constantly getting stronger. And even till the time now, when I visited the country again, it did not increase, it did not decrease, it increased actually. Those kinds of testimonies, Brother Andreas, just thrill our heart and we're so happy and give God all the glory for all of those things. While there are many thousands getting saved, God is individually 
dealing with individual members of the body of Jesus Christ. We, we thank him so much for that. The Lord Jesus is so wonderful. I think you were uh, just there in uh, December, if I'm not mistaken. Was it December or January? And uh, I know that you had meetings in several places. Maybe you could just give us a little report on those meetings and how the Lord used you there in Uganda. Yes, that's right. Uh, I couldn't go there in December due to Corona uh, restrictions and uh, different things. So finally, I went there in January, so just uh, two, three weeks ago. Um, actually, we started the meetings uh, in the Bulanga area, uh, I think with Brother Samson Lubogo, who had gathered his church in his uh, in his church and also many 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 uh, new ministers was there from uh, when i say new ministers this is ministers maybe who've been there since a year or some even very new or some even more than a year but ministers still coming together and then after we went to uh, um, the, uh, the weekend, we was in Brother Ibali's place, having two meetings there in his church. Also, he had invited uh, the new ministers. It's only possible to invite ministers because uh, the church is not big enough for inviting the whole churches, the whole groups. So mainly they invite ministers and new ministers to come. So it was also in Brother Ibali's place. Then it uh, on on uh, Tuesday we went to uh, Brother uh, James Muisaka in the Nabumali area. It's also a, a church existing already, and he had invited next to his people. It was on a Tuesday. He had invited ministers also, new ministers from around, and then finally I met uh, or we we visited Brother Elijah Diogo in the Mayuga district. Uh, which was actually the fourth group actually uh, I visited in that trip. Also, there were a lot of people gathered and many, many, many new ministers uh, that, uh, that came in was there. And uh, it's, it's qu quite amazing how you can see that uh, those, especially now ministers, leaving denomination and, uh, denominations, how they really matured already and how they are capable uh, to receive the same message as the believers of the message. So it's, it's quite amazing to see, and not only receiving it, they are very hungry for it. Coming out of denominations, they are very hungry for what we call the message of the hour. That reminds me of a scripture uh, or that is that is uh, that is what we know in the Bible and speaks about the eleven-hour workers receiving the same reward as the other workers. So it is really overwhelming to see that great desire of the people now going into what we call the message of the hour after coming out of denominations. We appreciate your insight, Brother Andreas, and. I know that the Lord has used you in many areas of the world, uh, other areas, and maybe we can catch up on some of those in another time. But if you had anything else that you wanted to share about uh, Uganda in general, the work that's going on there now specifically, uh, whatever you might share with us, I'm sure would be a blessing to the people. 
Yes, uh, yes, I would do that. Uh, like to do that. And as I mentioned in the last uh, thing, we uh, last answer. Uh, just speaking of it a little bit, there are really we can see there are thousands now of people coming out of denominations. So most of the time we only see, I only see the ministers, but behind the ministers really stand a lot of people which are not able to come to the meetings because simply of the fact that there is no space. So there is really, uh, uh, and, and this is amazing to see uh, that, that this is going on. And those people now coming out, uh, they know what denomination lacks of. They come out of denominations and uh, they really know what get denominations cannot present and they, that they don't have the answers like the message of the hour would provide. They tell us actually, they tell me, I had people coming personally to me, uh, they tell us that how the message has answers they have never received, could never receive in denominations where they were. So, and I think it is, as Jesus would say, what we see in Luke 10 verse 2, where Jesus is speaking of that the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. And uh, I believe looking, looking in that, especially that going, great going on there in Uganda, I believe we should really pray for strength for those few laborers which is there in the country already, especially even in Uganda, so that the Lord may really strengthen them in that work and that the Lord may send more able ministers to help this great work in Uganda. Yes, truly, my brother. Able ministers is the key statement. Uh, there's always no shortage of ministers, it seems like, around the message. And we certainly pray for the ones that God has raised up in Uganda and support them with all of our heart and pray that the Lord will continually use them. So appreciate you being with us today, Brother Andreas. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and, and your thoughts. Uh, it gives us lots to think about. And so God bless you. Greet the church in Germany there. And we appreciate you being with us. Shalom. Thank you, Brother Tim. Shalom, and God bless you. Thank you for that interview, Brother Tim, with Brother Andreas Ringen. And uh, thinking about when I first went to Uganda, and he's describing these huge crowds of people that are coming to a meeting dedicated to the message of the hour from denominations. We're not used to seeing that, and it was, for me, kind of a surreal quality. Is this really happening? And uh, But then you speak to someone else that's been going to Uganda for years, and they have the same perspective. Yes, it is happening. The Lord is just doing something very unusual in that country, and it continues even after several years, as you say. Truly, Brother Mark, that is the case. I remember when you came, uh, that was before COVID. We went into Uganda and were able to have large gatherings. We had a gathering of 3,000 there in Sita, uh, and that was the largest of that trip. Uh, but it was, it could have been much larger. It was only restrained, Brother Andreas shared how that the people don't come because there's no room for them, but there is another aspect of it, and that is that there's also no transportation for them. To transport them from the villages in the outlying areas into a central meeting would require large amounts of funds 
that as much as a meeting is wonderful, uh, we're not there just to promote our own ministry, but to clothe the people in the message of the hour. So we try and spend our funds wisely and uh, enable the people to receive books and tapes and the ministers to gather together and be taught. And, and we just so appreciate that. As we've mentioned before, one of the great aspects of the revival is that the Lord has raised up very capable ministry right within Uganda. Senior brothers like our dear brother Stephen Abali, who is a mutual connection between ourselves and brother Ringan. Also, uh, brother Fred Chienji, other ministers, younger ministers that work with these brothers to get the message out and to establish these new groups in the light of the hour. And so they have capable ministry there. It's a, still a huge load and a huge workload upon these different brothers, and we need to bear them up in prayer. As Brother Andreas shared, you know, the harvest is ripe and the laborers are few, and we sure are very much supportive of everything that they're doing there, and we want to do all that we can to further the kingdom of God. There are just so many phenomenal testimonies, individual testimonies, and our God is so aware of each one individually. We just give him all the glory. You know, much could be shared here. I want to just direct the listeners uh, to something specifically. Uh, Brother Biscoll recently mentioned and took that scripture, the, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And he talked about, you know, you don't know where it came from. You don't know where it goes to. It blows through. It's amazing how it start. How did it start? How did it end? You don't know. But while the Holy Spirit is moving over Uganda, and I was talking with another brother from Kenya just today in the amazing things that are happening there. And while God's moving there, we want to do all that we can to take advantage of the move of the Holy Spirit. I'm sure when Brother Branham's ministry was on the earth and God was moving in, in the beginnings of this message and, and sending that ministry out and, and, and the messenger of the hour, bringing the light of the hour, I'm sure people thought that, you know, there'll be no end to this. It'll just get more and more. But one day, God took Brother Branham off the scene one day you know, God was done with the revival in America and and things didn't continue on the way that maybe people thought they would. But while God's moving, we want to take advantage of it with everything that we're able to. So we appreciate all of the listeners, all of the supporters, and pray that God will abundantly bless you. And we trust that the podcast today has been a blessing to you. Until next time, Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. 
In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next. Believers Faith Challenge Report Podcast.